The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome back, everyone, to the Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization Show, the home of Googleization Nation, where we talk with HR and business thought leaders about the crazy shift going on in the world of business, technology, and HR. Here's your host, Ira Wolf, and co-host, Keith Campagna. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Keith and I have a very special show lined up for you today. It seems that despite all our differences and all the disruption going on around us, Thanksgiving's that one day where all of us seem to put aside those differences and let our kindness shine. So today, we have the perfect guest for the show, Erin Michelson. She's CEO and founder of Summary. That's Summary with an E. Uh, we'll talk more with Erin in uh, just a few minutes. Uh, but in celebration of Thanksgiving, Geek Skeezers and Googleization is sharing the kind quiz, that's K-I-N-D, with you, and uh, we'll be doing that through Giving Tuesday. Um, if you want to follow that, it's hashtag Giving Tuesday, uh, which is on December 3rd. So you might be wondering what the kind quiz is. It, well, it helps you. It's about a five-minute quiz, very quick, easy. Uh, it's online. It helps you identify what your social impact values are. Uh, mine was generous. Uh, Keith, what was yours? Discerning. Yeah, discerning. Yeah, my, yeah. my second one was experimental. Do you remember? You know what yours was? Um, no, I don't. Okay. So the, no surprises, but I think yeah, they, no, the they hit us dead on. We'll be talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you'll find out why this kind quiz is so important. Uh, we talk about it all the time. If you've been listening to Geek Skeezers and Googleization, you you probably already know what we're what we're talking about. Um, so stay tuned uh, for Aaron on discussion there. Uh, and by the way, after you complete that five-minute quiz, you will get a three-page overview of your kindness profile. Erin um, and uh, her research has identified 98,304 different combinations. So um, we, we're all not you. We're all unique, but we're all have a lot of similarities too. Uh, and the best part is that Summary will then make a data-driven donation. We're going to talk about what that means. Yep. But a data-driven donation to a nonprofit reflecting the collective geek skeezers and Googleization listeners' shared values. So we'll be, And we'll be announcing that on Wednesday, uh, the 4th. So you can take the KIND quiz today. You can access it at www.thekindquiz.com. Again, that's uh, kindquiz.com forward slash GGG. It's important you add the forward slash GGG uh, to that to make sure that uh, we get credit for it and that we get that donation in your behalf. Or you can go to Geek Skeezers Googleization. I put up a pop-up there. Wait about five seconds for it to show, and you um, just follow the easy link. So, again, you can go to thekindquiz.com forward slash GGG or go up to geekskeezersgoogleization.com. Wait for a couple seconds and pop it up, and please share the link with everybody. The more, the merrier, and uh, we'd love to uh, see what everybody's kind values are. Um, like always, we want to thank Zor.ai and Success Performance Solution for helping us be on the air. And speaking of kind, we've got to thank all of our 
Geek Skeezers and Googleization listeners, you are the best audience ever and a growing audience at, at that, too. We've been on the air for a little over a year. We've recorded 60 shows and started Googleization Nation, and uh, we keep getting bigger. Uh, it's amazing how many uh, people each week say they're listening and are commenting, especially on LinkedIn and Twitter. So thanks so much, and special guests, or special thanks to all our guests, too. We've had some rock stars, and oh, yeah. uh, we got another one today. Uh, we've learned. We we keep learning from these experts and from you too, from mm-hmm. from the listeners. So and thank you, Keith, for being by my side for all the support and and insights and picking up the slack. So, what is new with you on, oh. uh, coming up on Thanksgiving? Well, you, you have this kids is a, home for this a couple is, days. Yeah, yeah. It's my pleasure to be sitting next to you. You know that, and it's really wild. I mean, for everyone, it's been a, a year since we started the show, and and I've gone on such a roller coaster of of professional type uh adventures so it's uh you know recently there's just been a lot more of building out the consulting concept life work integration for hr mm-hmm. uh i will have a venue i have a venue here in the lehigh valley looking to do my first uh, actual workshop in nice. january and then uh philadelphia is venue number two and uh new york city venue number three so there's a lot Oh, not going on. And, and speaking of venues, my, my venue, well, I just uh, got picked up. I'm doing a Philly Sherm. We're doing a half day, so anybody listening from the Philly area, nice. uh, January 30th, we're doing a half day boot camp, a morning boot camp nice. uh, down there. That'll be fun. I'm recruiting in the age of Googleization, but I uh, just got selected that. again for Sherm Talent. Um, so I'll be speaking out uh, down there this year. It's in Orlando. Oh, and nice. then from there, going to uh, Louisiana Sherm state conference uh, in baton rouge wow so uh, fortunately that uh, they were back to back there was a couple other ones along the way still waiting to uh, finalize uh, the get, get the schedule i gotta, so get, the my, I gotta get my shift together here <laughs> and get start submitting for some of these talks yeah, there's there's a lot of them and uh, so we'll be going down there and then uh, virtual online i'm uh, starting to get uh, some enrollees and participants in the recruitment marketing for the accidental recruiter mm-hmm. uh, um, we got a Black Friday special, so if you go up to the website, you can click on that and get it for actually sixty percent off. Sixty percent off, <laughs> yeah, for the year. Gentlemen. So everybody uh, get up there, and uh, I've got about uh, there's twenty six lessons so far, and fifty more coming. Nice. So nice. Yeah. So we got a lot. So um, that brings us back to Thanksgiving and the kind index, and, uh, and we we'll definitely want to talk about, about this. Uh, and you know, one of the hottest topics, and especially end of the year, everybody's saying, "What are the trends for 2020?" And certainly, um, this today's topic is probably going to cover it all. We've got, oh, yeah. because certainly one of the things that we talk about is the candidate experience, and, and that's not so much on, on today's agenda. But um, we talk about company culture, you know, hiring people that fit. Uh, we talk a lot about the soft skills and upskilling, and there was a, a report the other day, I've got to find it again, and talked uh, uh, again about the soft skills are, are going to be, the, the the most important skills are going to be soft skills, not hard skills. And the soft skills are empathy, emotional intelligence, compassion, and, compassion, and, lead, and, and involved in leadership, um, and all those things. So today, uh, we're, uh, we're going to be talking with Erin Michelson from Summary. Uh, her company uh, basically combines AI, uh, culture, company culture, yep. values, um, you know, helping, uh, helping people get to what makes, you know, what value drives your empathy. Um, so 
little bit about summary before we get there. Um, I pulled this from the website. Summary uses scientific methodologies and AI-powered solutions to help you cure, and I love this, mm-hmm. what uh, Aaron calls common culturitis. Yeah. One uh, of the funniest he, videos I've seen in a that, while. That's a great video. Yeah, we'll put that link up uh, as well. But common culturitis causes many of your workplace problem, workforce problems surrounding company culture, recruitment, retention, risk management. So, Aaron... Welcome to Geek Skeezers and Googleization. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Ira. Thanks, Keith. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, so appreciate it. So, Aaron, you and I met um, on a similar, well, not a similar venue, but uh, we met online at a, at a virtual conference for Bright Talk a couple of months ago, and we were talking about company culture. Um, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, and then the following, so we had a great conversation. Our, our, our colleague, uh, Jennifer Leake, was on the call, and we had a good discussion, and then you and I connected afterwards, and uh, took us a couple months to make this happen. But we're there, so yeah, here I am. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so talk. So let's go back. I mean, cult, company culture is huge. Um, you mm. would think that company culture was driven by people, and it obviously is, because when people, you know, people want to hire people. Well, unfortunately, people want to hire people like themselves, but people want to hire people who share the same value. Uh, and that's becoming more important. And, uh, you know, you probably read more articles about toxic cultures than we do about positive ones, uh, but they're out there. But how did you, I mean, how did you get into this? I mean, how did you, how did you select this? And, you know, what the journey to, you know, people have been trying to measure company culture for years, but now you're using science and data and AI. Um, it seems like an interesting recipe. <laughs> A great one. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're taking a very um, sort of hard science look at it, you know, and, and actually have built the tools using machine learning and natural language processing and other types of AI advanced technologies to actually quantify uh, what you're referring to as the soft skills. So quantifying individual values and company, uh, company culture. And by doing that, we're actually able to score and measure the alignment between who the company says they are, their stated culture, versus the lived values of their employees, but the lived culture of the organization, and, and, and come up with an actual numeric score, um, which again is, you know, as we're looking at human capital and ways to measure human capital, that has been missing. Um, and so we've developed the tools to do that um, so that we have a good understanding of what the culture actually is, not what we want it to be, not what we aspire to be, what actually it is today, and then how we could actually move that culture in a way that's not necessarily around cultural fit, but around complementary values. That's what we look like. We don't want everybody to be the same. We want to have a really great mix of values because that's where you're going to get the diversity and the real innovation in the company. So what? So let's start with um, because again we, we're throwing around a lot of terms and um, you know you're, you're obviously backing it up with evidence and data and science. Uh, what are, what are some of the values that you measured? I, I mentioned earlier that you know I came out uh, with this kind quiz and again remind everybody to go up to the kindquiz.com for slash ggg uh, or go up to geek skeezers googleization and click on the on the pop-up that'll come up uh, and complete it it's free only take you about five minutes and I came out as generous and experimental which was uh, pretty cool uh, yeah it, it pretty well summed me up um, Keith you came up as 
Uh, discerning. Dis- discerning. Discerning uh, and compassionate, actually. Uh, Keith uh, is secondary, his secondary value profile is compassionate, yeah. So, so how do you, I mean, so how did you define, um, you know, and again, I live in the assessment world, so there's, there's lots of items and lots of, you know, names given to this, but how did you, how did you come up with the, I think there's 10, um, and, you know, let's, let's talk about them for a minute. Uh, there's 10 uh, social values. Yeah, so what we did is we actually, we built our own corporate culture dictionary, actually. We have a proprietary dictionary that our data scientists, we have behavioral data, computer, cognitive scientists, and information scientists on our team, and we actually created our own corporate cultural dictionary of more than 3,000 words. Um, And out of those 3,000, we distilled it down using um, both our own methodology and um, several other uh, very well-known behavioral science methodologies like the Big Five and the Moral Foundations Questionnaire. And again, we distilled it down to five key values um, that we measure. And those are empathy, integrity, agility, innovation, and disruption. Um, And we measure that both on the organizational side and on the individual side. And so what the Kind Quiz does is we measure it from an individual values perspective, and then there's one of 10 different overall kindness profiles. And five of them are basically core profiles, so a core agility. So Ira, you're generous is a core, a core generous, a core agility one. Um, and experimental is really core innovation, um, as well as five composites. I'm actually a mix of two composite profiles. Um, but those 10 actually represent 98,304 different combination of choices because the quiz actually assesses not only your values, but also your engagement preferences and social cues and some of the causes that you like um, that are, of course, matched up to the strategic development goals. And so, again, it came out of our own proprietary research, and then we're able to encapsulate it into, you know, five values and 10 profile types. So the, the list that, uh, well, one is, if anybody goes up to the site, which is uh, summary.ai, and again, summary was with an E, not an A, but summary, uh, and you look at the, uh, the team, the about team, you, you have a lot of rock stars on your team. How about yeah, you, I know. You, 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 you have They're a pride and joy. It's our backbone. Yeah, yeah it, it's pretty yeah. impressive of Maybe, the people yeah. that are driving this because normally, I mean, again, I, I've Scientists. I've been in the assessment world. I mean, I've always used assessments, but I, I've been exclusively in the assessment world for, you know, this is my 25th year. And I, I got to tell you, there's a lot of test publishers out there and I, I and they're good people and they've got good assessments, but I wouldn't put them in the rock star category mm. when it comes to science on the back end. I mean, they kind of follow the, uh, the norms, but you, you're definitely far ahead. So congratulations on that for sure. Thank you. Thank oh, you. But on the yeah, list our of, core team. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say our core team has been with us for um, since the beginning for several years. We're a young company, and you know what's, our, what's our team, and we how just brought on around? three people. Uh, um, about three about? years now. Okay, three years. Mm-hmm, about three long. years, and the core scientists have been with me more than two and a half, um, if not three years. So the, the entire team is is we're intact, and we we just had a two day offsite last week in San Francisco, and um, it's it's incredibly fun and incredibly exhilarating to um, be breaking down barriers and, and really pushing the forefront of using AI to quantify culture, which is what we're doing. Um, and, and also, I did mention to Keith, I think you might have read it as well, we do have a data science um, paper actually on our website that's free to download that, that goes into our scientific methodology for people who are really into it. And and I read that since you and I talked. And, and to, the, to the listening audience, 
what Erin and her team are doing at Summary so very much aligns with what I'm trying to bring to the forefront with LifeWork Integration. It was just so fascinating to be able to talk to to Erin uh, prior to the show today and hear about what the what the what the market's really coming around to recognizing as very important information. And we, we talked briefly about the skill sets being really the value transitioning from the hard skill sets, technical skill sets into those softer interpersonal skill sets. Aaron, can you share with everyone listening in what the what are the what are the companies how are they responding to the type of insight that you're providing them when it comes to exposing this newfound science? Um, well, it's interesting, you know, it's across the board. Um, so we work in multiple verticals. We're a high niche player. Um, so again, we have, you know, just two measurement tools and we provide data analytics summaries, summary reports, which is where we get our name. And then what we think is really crucial is not only do we take that information, but we activate it. So we use the 98,304 different combinations to data curate social impact activities to move or nudge values. We're talking about behavioral economics now to nudge values in a particular direction to start to build out a company's culture. So for us, it's really about measurement, and we have two tools for that, one of them being the kind quiz for individuals, and then we have the net culture score um, on the organizational Mm -hmm. level. We then analyze that data through our data analytic reports, and then we activate that data through highly, highly personalized um, data-driven curation, which is exactly what we're going to do for, with the, the donation we're going to make on behalf of um, GGG in a few days. So um, that allows us to look at the value profiles and then actually activate it in some sort of social measure, social means, and in this case, it's going to be a donation. So I, I know you've worked in the, ed, uh, you just announced a, kind of a big undertaking with uh, education which will be interesting, but are there, and we'll come back to that, but are there industries that are more receptive or, or that you've been working with a little bit more? And then also, um, you know, we, Keith and I work with a lot of small, medium-sized businesses. I mean, are, is there a size that would be, um, you know, is there a minimum size to be able to participate in this? All right. No, not really. I mean, that's that's the that's the beauty of AI, right? You know, uh, the more data, the better, always. But we can, you know, we could deploy uh, our measurement tools with with any size. So we're working in the corporate space. Our first revenue generating client was Salesforce, um, brought in there by their innovation and technology unit. We work in the ed tech space. So um, just what you referenced, Keith, we just um, launched our new the Kind Quiz education version. We're actually out there. We tested with. Stanford and the University of Texas at Austin and General Assembly and International um, Holt International Business School and the Community College System. And we're actually now in the California Community College System rolling out the kind quiz for faculty, students, and administrators, which is incredibly exciting for us. Um, and then we're making announcements. We're in stealth mode with some of the largest global foundations in the world um, with a Siltech approach, which is the combination of philanthropy and technology. Summary is considered a pioneer in this space um, around activating philanthropic values on the individual and organizational level. So we're doing corporate, we're doing education, and we're doing philanthropy or social impact. I love it. I love it. There's no, no holds barred. I love it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why, why stick to one? Exactly. I want to. I want to change lanes a little bit here, Aaron. You know, we we also have a lot of uh, let's say uh, business listeners, entrepreneurs that chime in, millennials who are looking for good ideas to try to build upon what they consider a good idea. 
And, you know, I, I want to go back about a minute and a half here. You're, you're working with Salesforce. You're working with Stanford. You're, 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 you're collaborating with the best of the best that's out there. How did you get to them? How, maybe just share a little bit of the, the behind the curtain with the audience here. How, I know that, you know, you and I spoke, so I know a little bit about your background. But did you just knock on Salesforce's door? one day and say, hey, I've got a super good idea. How'd you get there? Yeah, it's interesting. Let me let me go back to to, to address your your original question. So we also do work with small businesses. So we're working with you know a bio company, a biotech company that um, we're announcing in January that's under a hundred employees. So yes, we work with cool. um, you know global Fortune five hundred, but we also work with smaller companies. So sure. it's absolutely absolutely something we do, um, as well as small nonprofit organizations. So uh, we work across the board. Um, but yeah, no, we actually got uh, into Salesforce because um, certainly through personal networking. I actually have a career in global finance and I have three degrees, but they're in political science. And so um, just, I was giving a pitch one day actually. And the person, Brian, who was recording the pitch, it was a pitch competition and he was recording it on video. He sent it to a friend of his. He was really intrigued. He sent the video to a friend of his at Salesforce and, you know, literally by word of mouth, we got in there. So we, we, um, it's great. I think people, people like the kind quiz. They like their value profile. And so, um, there's a virality to it. That's almost one-to-one that's, you know, astronomical really. Yeah. Awesome. So, so what's the process look like? So let's say I'm a, I'm a, I'm an owner of a, a small organization, um, you know, send my people up and they do the kind quiz. What what happens after that? What what's that look like? Because, you know, it, it's a lot of these assessments are well, you call it a quiz, which is probably what it is more than an assessment or a test. Um, but you know, people get the results. Everybody says, "Oh yeah, this is me. This is really fun." What happens after that? I mean, how how are companies actually using this? Um, you know, ultimately, and how do you get paid? Because the kind quiz is free. So, what what what's the next steps look like? <laughs> well, it's free, to, it's free to you because we are we are a social impact company. Actually, summary is so as part of our pledge one percent, we open it up to the public um, and we give a donation. So it's actually coming out of our our own values, our own social impact values of the company, which is why um, we're able to work with 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 you all and, and to provide a donation um, for data. So we do work with a lot of smaller. Um, you know, organization and events and things like that. So like women in AI, women for good, we work with all types of startups, give back all types of organizations. We're, we're happy to work with on the, on the basis. So, but it's not free. We do have a, you know, we're a SaaS uh, software company. We have a $5,000 minimum. Um, and, but we can launch in 24 hours. Like literally, um, we create a specific URL for the company and that's to make sure that we segment the data. Um, and we could customize it. There's off the shelf version. Um, we could customize some of the data screens, um, the demographic screens. So not the data science or behavioral science questions, which are highly, highly tested. And that's a, you know, three to seven step process that we could talk about to make sure it's anti-bias and all of that. Um, and then, and then, um, and then we also do complete custom quiz rebuilds as well. If you have a particular corporate culture you like to measure, so we work in three ways. But a company will bring us in. We'll launch the quiz. Um, usually we launch it. We have all kinds of communication templates and things that are all proven to drive um, engagement rates of, of over 60, 70 percent. Our last clients have completed profiles, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And um, usually two to two to three weeks. 
10 days, two weeks to gather the data. We then go back to the scientific team and we create what we call a summary report, which again, a data analytic report. So the individual employee who takes the kind quiz, as you said, just gets an immediate three-page overview. And it's really fun. It's, it's actually it highly, highly tailored to you as an individual. We match you with celebrities. Um, and so that you immediately see. We also email it to you. And just by participating, again, we give a donation off every single person who takes it. You're generating a donation as part of that cohort. So the individual, we feel from a data ethics perspective, it's very, very important to empower the individual with their own data. Uh, but we are also a SaaS company. So, you know, the company brings us in and pays us. And then we uh, analyze that data of the individuals, both from the low values or individual perspective, um, as well as the organizational perspective. And that's through the net culture score. Um, and with the net culture score, we're actually looking at creating what we call scorecards for an organization where we use natural language processing, scraping, and scoring of publicly available information for an organization like the quarterly earnings reports of the Russell 3000, for instance, we have. We have uh, job descriptions. We use mission and value statements, sustainability reports to actually gain an understanding, again, of who the company wants people to think they are. They want the public to think they are through their publicly available information. So at that point, we have the individuals taking the kind quiz, which is our individual measurement tool. We've gone ahead and uh, assessed the corporate culture, and then taking those two, the net culture score and the kind quiz results, both on the individual values basis and the company cohort basis, we're able to then assess and score the alignment between the two. Now, once we have that alignment, so that's a baseline. So nobody, nobody has that, you know, this is, we're, we're first in the game with actually being able to score Incredible. and numerically score the alignment, right? And so um, once you have that, we, you know, we talk to our clients, obviously, and say, you know, is this, is this where you want to be? Is this the set of complementary values you want? Does this represent this, does this represent you, you know? And so looking at the complementary value makeup or profile overall, and then we start implementing, you know, social impact campaigns um, to nudge behaviors in certain directions. So if you want to bring out more innovation in a company, you know, there are ways to do that through activities and team design. Uh, and so we implement it. So all of our clients' um, values are measured. They're assessed through a data analytic report, and then they're activated. Those are the three steps. So for, for all our listeners out there who, you know, you who, who value company culture, uh, they talk about company culture, you talk about bringing people in, you talk about purposeful leadership, um, which, uh, you know, unfortunately too often becomes bu buzzwords. Uh, Aaron has, and Summary has now brought science and data, and uh, there's no more guessing. There's no more of this soft... Right kind of BS, hey, we got a great culture. And well, now you have, now, now there's ways to prove it. Yep, yep. So, hey, just want to remind everybody, you're listening to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization show. We got our guest, uh, CEO and founder of Summary, uh, is Aaron Michelson. Uh, we've been talking about uh, company culture and bringing scientific methodologies and data and AI to that. Uh, we're going to be taking a short break. We're going to hear from our sponsor, Zor.ai. Speaking of AI and success performance solutions, so stay right where you are. We'll be back in two minutes. Imagine how your company would grow 
if your candidate experience earned a 99% approval rating? Well, to get to 99%, you need the three best letters in recruitment technology, XOR. Zor's text bots, chat bots, and audio bots increased IKEA's candidate conversion rate 455%. Zor decreases candidate drop-off rates, improves your candidate experience, and collects analytics for future strategies. To learn more, check out Zor.ai. That's xor.ai. Hi everyone, this is Ira Wolf, author of Recruiting in the Age of Googleization. I'm excited to announce that my online course, Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter, is open for business. This course is the culmination of a two-year-long project and releases recruiting tips I've learned after hundreds of hours of research, speaking with thousands of conference attendees, and interviews with dozens of experts. It's all available to you in Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter. To receive more information or get started, visit our website at www.successperformancesolutions.com and click on the tab, Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter. So welcome back to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show. I'm your host, Ira Wolf, and I'm with Keith Campagna today. And we've got Erin Michelson from Summary. Uh, she's the CEO and founder, and we've been talking about company culture and how science and AI and data is now being able to um, accurately kind of measure culture. I mean, up to yeah. this point, Keith, it's been pretty much everybody's game. Oh, we're looking for people who value what we, you know, what our mission is. And uh, they hang pre-posters on the wall and have good mm -hmm. mission statements. Uh, and uh, now it's it's now the, the rubber is going to hit the road because people are going to have to walk the talk. It's it's so fascinating for me. I mean, first and foremost, I've, I have such a abundant amount of experience working for companies that just do so many posters. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> and it's crazy. And I was never the quiet sales guy. So it was one of those things where it's like uh, you just like flash me back to a lot of meaningless uh, posters that I had to look yeah. at. But well, well, even when they do try to do an effort and it's not that and it, but it, it's tough to measure. I mean, it's it's for years. I mean, people said, do you have an engagement survey? Do you have an organizational cultural survey? Uh, and you do these surveys and you know, it, I mean, some even if they were done well, it was very difficult. So, Aaron, um, you know, when we left off, we were talking about how this fits in the types of companies. And, and again, you're, you said you were working with a company as small as 100 employees, which is great. And they go up and, uh, you know, there's a process to, to do it. So I know I'm going to steal Keith's question that he insinuated that he was, we were talking about in the break uh, because it was one of mine, too. Um, so you, you go in and, um, there's a, let's say there's a huge difference that management, um, you know, says, here's what our company values are. And then you look at the people in it and you measure it and they have a different set of values. Uh, and, and again, I assume that there's, um, there's no right or wrong values. They're just different. No, uh, and, absolutely and, and, not. No. And then you have it and marketing and sales and accounting and all those d departments have different values um, and, or, or they're looking for different things. So how do you make all this work? I mean, what, what do you do with, uh, you know, walking to the company? And, and again, we're, we're assuming like somebody proactively wants to do it. But then you have, you know, uh, again, a follow-up question might be uh, you have a toxic culture. You have a company that's just desperate. And out of, um, you know, they're saying, hey, we, we need you to come in and tell us what's wrong so we can fix it. <laughs> Um, but mm -hmm. uh, we need a huge mind shift. So we'll come back to that one second. But let's talk about the initial one, the, a company right. willingly, proactively, 
uh, excitedly embraces you. They, they want to figure this out, but the data comes back and it's all over the board. <laughs> where, do, where do you go from there? If, assuming that's ever yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so. um, well, yeah, I mean, interesting in that. So, right. So there are, there are no wrong values, right? So we simply, you know, we, um, we look at everybody's individual value and, and we're fascinated by the unique you know, perspective of the values. And again, we look through it as, you know, through a lens of, of kindness for a reason, because we think it's all very positive, right? So just trying to help people better understand their own values and their company understand the values so that all the employees have, um, you know, personal and professional fulfillment, which is what we all want. So, um, you know, what we see most often is that the C-suite might be surprised at the values. Um, but, the employees are, right? The employees are living it every day. They know when they're just seeing the poster on the wall. They know when somebody's just giving lip service to purpose, right? So um, so usually the employees are not surprised, but the C-suite might be surprised. And again, what we're, what we're looking at again and measuring is not the right and wrong values. What we're looking at is the alignment of the values, who they, who they say they are and who they want to be and who they actually are. And again, you know, we don't, you know, we score you know, and you could have an 80, you could have a 90, you know, a super high score may not necessarily be a good thing for you as a company, right? We need, it's a conversation to be had because if you're, if you're in a high innovation business and uh, you have a lot of value profiles that are similar, that may not be a good thing. You might want to introduce a little bit more disruption and you could do that in a number of different ways. You could do that by you know, recruiting more more employees with disruptive personalities. We could look at the current employee base and promote or, you know, model behavior of employees with more disruptive behaviors, which could be a good thing. Um, we could actually do learning. We're doing learning um, courses around how to, how to, you know, encourage disruption and, and disruptive values within an employee. Um, we can put them in situations where they're rewarded um, and recognized for disruptive behavior. So, again, looking at something like disruption in a really positive way, there's a lot of ways that we can, um, we can nudge the entire company and that, that you know, specific, specific individual in that direction. And I love where you're, you, I think you've got so many key elements that are, are in, in your favor. And, and, you know, you keep bringing up disruption. And one of the topics that has been coming up more and more often is this idea of how challenged HR is by disruption. Uh, with all due respect to them, they're simply not in the business of changing a lot. And so there are a lot of habits to overcome. But meanwhile, you take less than 24 hours or let's just say you can have the software set up in 24 hours. It's a quick survey. It's almost something that HR and the executives can benefit from without having to really extend that much of a, of a workload to them. The real work comes after the fact in terms of what do we want to do with the information. Exactly. And, and right. I mean, the workload is in the algorithms we built, right? And so, you know, what we're doing is instead of being reactive, um, it, you know, and, and, and trying to come in when the situation is maybe, you know, misaligned, as we say, or a to toxic culture, um, we, we view something that's a toxic culture is probably one that's highly misaligned um, between the values, um, and to be proactive. So this is a way to actually be proactive to um, start identifying areas and groups and teams within the organization mm -hmm. um, so that the value statements are coming together in a way that's super productive and, as we said, complementary. So, um, yeah, you know, and, and if you look at it in terms of 
you know, the ease of use. You know, we purposely didn't build out our own platform. We work with all platforms. And so we'll just, you know, we have API built. We'll just build an API um, into your existing platform. So it's incredibly easy to get this information. Um, as I said, super turnkey for, for our clients. And then the next part of it all, Aaron, is how timely it is. Um, you know, I think the the reality check for a lot of C-levels is going to be happening in the next six to 12 months. And who knows, you know, that might be the optimist in me. Uh, but it sounds like when the noise starts to get louder and the C-levels start realizing they have to put a lot more time into this silly thing called recruitment and retention and reskilling, uh, it seems a lot like you'll be there at, at the perfect time. Because to your point, you have a lot of trailblazing proprietary concepts all tied into one. Um, is there a next level, a next step that you see the organization? I know you're two, three years in, so pretty much every door is open for you at this point. But what's got you most excited about the next 12 months? Yeah, I mean, I think from the corporate perspective, it's this ability that we have to basically measure the S in ESG. So right now you're looking at mandates coming down for environmental, social, and governance metrics that have to be reported, um, either through regulations like in London and in India. Um, international markets are way ahead of the U.S. in this, um, where they're actually mandating companies, for instance, um, in the U.K. who are listed on the FTSE have to actually report starting in 2000. And um, 20 on on their culture, and this is a way to do this. And so we're really excited about the C-suite driven by either your own business interests, which as we talked about is, are very, very real, or by corporate governance, uh, corporate governance um, through, you know, board of directors um, wanting to understand stakeholder values. I mean, you look at the business roundtable announcement, you look at BlackRock, you look at, you know, these huge companies and organizations saying, again, this is no longer a nice to have. This is something that we must um, we must measure, and we're doing it in a way that is not a pulse survey. You know, it's not a Likert scale. Those right. are unscientific. These, this is highly based scientific behavioral science questions. Um, so don't be, don't be. You know, I mean, the ease and the fun of the kind quiz is very much based in scientific methodology, and so. Um, it's a great way to actually do it. But, but to me, it's excited is to bring in the corporate governance aspect of it, of why this will actually be a stakeholder-driven uh, engagement number that is going to be real for the C-suite to start measuring over the long term. 100%. And, uh, and you, you, you touched on it real quickly, but I want to go back to it in case somebody missed it. In 2018, or maybe uh, 20, yeah, 2018, the CEO of BlackRock one of the largest investment firms, right? They're everywhere doing everything. Uh, basically announced in his letter to the shareholders that he feels, uh, I'm paraphrasing, definitely Google search it because it's worth the read, that companies now owe it to them, the investment firm, to prove that they're doing the kind of things that could sustain their investment, which means uh, specifically what's going on with your human capital. And, you know, I'll, uh, his name is Ryan. I forget his last name. He was an insperity um, rep, had used the phrase in front of me. He said that human resources, a resource is something that's used up, but human capital, capital is something that's invested in. And there's uh, this huge shift right now that, you know, for all the, the, the people out there trying to make culture change who've been wanting it for years, 
definitely get to Summary's website. Definitely connect with Erin and her team on LinkedIn because there's a lot of momentum building from, from their office. Really cool. Yeah, I mean, we're only going further and further in that direction, right? Yeah. We're not going backwards. So that's yep. the good news. You know, like, you know, everybody, the business community is now keyed into the importance of culture. That's great. So let's, let's actually have a, a, a really great understanding of culture. Let's assess it and measure it. And let's, let's use it for each individual company's advantage, right? Yeah. It's to the advantage right. of the employee and it's to the advantage of the company. We want everybody all, all to be in alignment. That is the goal because that's when you're going to get um, high performance teams, and that's where you're going to get, you know, the most profitable companies. That's good for everyone. So, so Aaron, I mean, as, as people hopefully listen to this show, or you know, and you're out there, or, or find you, and it's and and they hear what Keith says, and and they understand this value. But there's certainly a lot of management, a lot of a lot of executives that will this will resonate with them only because well, I have to do it or because this will, you know, the trend is that if we have a, a, a if, if we have a purpose, if we, if we have a strong culture, it will make us more money, which it might. Sure. Um, but they, so, but they grasp it intellectually, but not emotionally. Um, you know, I, I assume you've dealt with, you've had to deal with that, 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 you, that, that you get hired and engaged. And, but the, the reality is, is that, uh, they're looking for, you know, like how we're going to measure this return in six months. <laughs> how, how have you dealt with right. that? Right. <clears throat> yeah. And like I said, you know, um, the, the, the people that are most surprised are the C-suite because, you know, they they believe the culture um, of the company is, is what they say it is. And it might be for them. It might be for the four to ten people in the C-suite. But it's not for the bulk of the employees. They actually know. They're not surprised at what the cultural numbers are, so, right? So what happens? And so yeah, they let, do let me get just a, stop you there for a second because mm-hmm. we've talked about this a couple of times. What happens when management says this is what our values are and the, 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 social, with, with the social values um, from the, the, the rest of the, the organization are – not are yeah are different yeah they're just way different how, how do you you know what what's that alignment look like how do you get that on board you know because i i could i can hear a lot of people does, i deal does with it become well, a should, we, should we get rid of all these people and start over right, right. <laughs> you chicken know where do you egg. go chicken from or the egg yeah, you know, no, you know, we're not, we're not advocating for that. Um, so what we do is, you know, they, at first they might be, you know, they do see their score. They see, a, they see a number, and that is they do have an emotional reaction to that. You know, but then we also, when we deliver the score, um, it's with one of our summary reports, which is a 10-page overview of, of the actual data. And you can't lie with the data. Like, that is what it is, right? This is the value profiles. And so they quickly come around to over, like, oh, this is what I thought it was. This is not what I thought it is to like, holy moly, this is fascinating to be able to understand their employee base at this granular textured level. So they, once they see the data, they, they understand. And we always present the data again with ways to activate the data that are going to meet their objectives. Right. And what we think is really important, I do, and I thank Sarah for bringing this up because um, we are working with the companies, but we are also empowering the individual. So again, from a data ethics perspective, you know, we're empowering everybody who takes the kind quiz regardless will get their own profile overview. And so they're able to make an assessment as well. So the company are, you know, looking at the employees and saying, is this a great mix for us? Is this a great complementary value? Um, mix that we want going forward, 
Um, and the employees are doing the same thing, right? They could say, this is my value profile. Am I going to be successful at this company? Will I be more successful somewhere else? And just because your values might be not in alignment, that might be a good thing for you. Because again, of the example of a company that needs somebody, let's say, with a little bit more disruption, that could be a great place for you to be. Or you're, you know, highly aligned and you simply move groups. So, you know, if you're looking again at a product development company and maybe you need somebody with a little bit more empathy to make it from, you know, um, high performing to optimal performance, you recruit somebody within your own company. So we actually see it as an amazing way in terms of the, you know, diversity inclusion lens of promoting and championing people with diverse values who are oftentimes overlooked within a company. So we actually think it's an incredibly strong tool for the individual employee. It's an enormous tool. Yeah. So, so again, I, I've been doing assessments a long time. I mean, I started out the business. Uh, well, I've been using DISC. And a long time. For a long Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I won't ask you what you're saying there. But, um, but you know, a, a lot of times even something, you know, is like DISC and Myers-Briggs, people say, oh, this was really good. This was really helpful. Can I use this to hire people? So where – how do you deal with that? I mean, you know, would you hire, would you use this as a hiring or a screening tool to see if people fit? Um, because I, I, I can imagine that will come up or has come up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, absolutely, it's a super strong recruiting tool. And again, we're not going for cultural fit. We're going for complementary values, which is different, right, than, than culture fit. So um, absolutely, we actually think that it's an incredibly strong recruiting tool whether or not you hire that employee. Because right there, if you say values are important to me, if you're on the recruiting team at an organization, a big corporation or a small company, and say values are important to us, these are our values, um, and you ask somebody, we just look at it as one tool, we're not hiring on the basis of the value profile, but it is one of the tools we're looking at in terms of also experience and functional capability and expertise um, as well. So we do want to be clear about that. So um, so we ask you, you know, 80% of companies, as you know, are already using um, tests and quizzes um, to assess um, candidates. And so this is one of them. Um, it's just a little bit more fun and it provides a lot more data to the employee. But by the organization even saying, we care about your values, not like this is who our values are, but also we care about what your values are as an individual and how, you know, what you could bring to the table and how that could actually benefit us all. That's an incredibly positive statement. So right there, you've just gone from somebody who's giving lip service to values to actually activating the values. And so for even just the applicants, you know, you're hiring for a position, you get 100 applicants, those 100 people get their own profile. So that's a gift to them. Yep. You know, again, summary makes a donation on behalf of everybody, so they've activated. So right there, you've given a gift to the, you know, the applicant, even though you may or may not hire them, that is somebody who, who is really dedicated to the values. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and I've got like we're just we're just barely scratching the surface. We can spend another hour. Yeah. With you. <laughs> However, we've got like three minutes left. Yeah. Uh, so, Aaron, how can people get in touch with you uh, and and you and the company? And um, because we got to wrap up, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So um, definitely go to summary. So S-U-M-M-E-R-Y dot A-I, um, our website. And you could download, if you go to the science tab, you could download there our white paper on our data science methodology for those of you who are really uh, interested in the in the scientific side of it. Um, or just reach me directly at Aaron 
you know, at summary.ai. I'm, I'm, you know, thrilled to talk to people uh, or reach out on LinkedIn, whatever's most convenient. So, yeah. um, and take, and take the kind quiz, you know, slash no, GGG. So yeah, um, right there, it would be great. Yeah, no, absolutely. So again, it's uh, thekindquiz.com forward slash GGG or go to geekskeezersgoogalization.com and take that uh, uh, by next Tuesday, which is, uh, well, you can take it anytime, but if we do it next Tuesday, we'll get a donation uh, that uh, will be loaded tomorrow in about 24 hours. So, so, excellent. Yeah, it's. Is, yeah, while you're sitting there on the, you know, watching the football games, just go right, ahead and take right. it right on your phone. Super easy. Um, and we'll make the donation announcement the following day. So you'll yeah. see, again, your values activated sure. for and a really good purpose. And that white paper is a quick read. It's, yeah. it, it's got a lot of great details. So for the executives listening to us, take a listen, take a read. Okay. It's not that hard. So, Aaron, thanks Thank you. very Including much. Including use case studies, how we're, how we're applying it, for yeah. sure. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So thank you very, very much. Uh, we'll definitely have you back. we got to continue the conversation. I've got a couple questions we'll talk about offline uh, to figure this out. And uh, hopefully you'll, uh, you're willing to come back and uh, we'll continue it on. But uh, congratulations and uh, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks so much, Ira and Keith. You got it. Cheers. So, Keith, here we are. End of another show. Another Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving, great show for Thanksgiving. We yeah. did that last year with uh, Dr. Uh, Rick Trimental. Oh, we had yeah. Dr. Rich. Yeah, yeah, we nice. had uh, him on right before, and that yeah, was a fascinating a topic. So, yep. um, so anyway. I love how it's all tying together. You look at, you know, just bringing up Dr. Pimental about how, one day we'll figure out how to say yeah. his name, about how, like, if, if you focus on the well-being of your people, you give a little, they'll return it, and then if you use that as a actual culture-building concept, I mean, it's we yeah, talk about the, the future work, of, Hopefully right? the tides are changing. Yeah. So we're certainly being disrupted. If not, everybody needs to listen more to our podcast and learn that, how. That's for sure. And uh, we've, we've got another couple of weeks coming up for the end of the year, and we've got yep. some great shows lined up. Yep. So, we know, again, thank everybody for listening to Geek Skeezers and Googleization. We're always interested in what's on your mind, so let us know how we're doing. Um, please share the podcast. Um, you can either do that from Spotify, Apple, Google Play, iHeart, SoundCloud, uh, pretty much you name it, or go up to geekskeezersandgoogalization.com. Uh, don't forget to take the kindquiz.com forward slash GGG. Uh, make sure you take that, um, and we'll be able to uh, have a nice donation. Uh, yeah. Thanks to summary, uh, and we'll announce that uh, next Wednesday. Yep. Uh, so if you have any other questions, um, just, uh, again, connect with Link. Uh, with uh, Keith or me on LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, don't forget to join Googleization Nation and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Have safe travels, happy eating, happy shopping, good football watching. Hope your your, your favorite teams win. And until the next episode of Geek Skeezers and Googleization, this is Ira Wolf and Keith Compagna. Don't let the shift hit your plans. <laughs>